everyone, and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zeratti. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Erin Labar. Welcome to the show. Very extra special version of Bury the Lead. Our oh, first nice. ever live show. First one. That's kind of crazy. Thank you all for coming. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. Um, thank you, Sandy. Um, we'll introduce this fellow over here momentarily, but uh, we want to talk a little bit about why we're here today, and that is, it's, this is, came about because we wanted to do a live show, and we wanted to do it during the holidays, and we kind of thought it would be fun if we turned it into an event to raise some money for the Free Press's Miracle on Mountain campaign, which of course is our fundraising campaign for the Christmas cheer board. Mm -hmm. So by being here today, you are supporting the Christmas cheer board and are helping to bring Christmas to people all over Winnipeg. So I think you can give yourselves a hand. Yay. So yeah, I'm Jen, this is Aaron. We have a stacked show full so of talent. Good. So good, we're so excited. Yeah. Starting with this man over here, Sandy Toronto. You may know him from Indicator Indicator. You can clap. He's you great. Can you can clap. Can clap. <laughs> <laughs> um, you may know him from Indicator Indicator. Quincy, uh, Quinsmas was one of the best Christmas shows in town for a very long time. So we thought we would bring him out to uh, do some Christmas stuff. This scarf is from that, actually. I, I, I recognized it. I recognized it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, say by the way, can you play Jingle Bells? Yeah, I oh, am. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. I mean jingle bells, like deck them halls and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, oh. Uh. No, no. You don't get it at all. I mean jingle bells, like Santa Claus and ho, 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 and mistletoe and presents to pretty girls. That's it. Oh. Yeah, thank you for someone getting that reference. That's from Charlie Brown, which is like the meanest. <laughs> but yes, he will be here bringing the, bringing the festivities for us. Should we do our first guest, introduce our first guest? Yeah, the first guest is a surprise guest. Yes. It's my brother. It's Aaron's brother. <laughs> it's my other brother, Mark. Come Welcome on to out. the show. Come on out. Let's have a seat. So we're going to just talk a little bit about Christmas traditions, family traditions, before we get into the music and comedic entertainment. Yeah. Not that you aren't necessarily, necessarily musical, musical or, or comedic. comedic. <laughs> but that's not why I'm here, though. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some of your favorite family traditions of ours? Uh, okay, so every year since I was... How, when did we start doing smoked meat with Grandma? 13, 14? Yeah. Um, we start doing smoked meat about two weeks before Christmas, and uh, we just get everything ready. I don't know. This started with my with our grandmother, and, and it just happened to be a Christmas tradition. And We should say that this is a secret recipe. It is a secret family I recipe. I don't even Ooh. get to know what it is. No, you don't. Only Mark and Why? my mom. I don't know. I'm not allowed sexism. to partake. Because it's a secret. Yeah. It's sexism. Yeah, Why? maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's a secret family recipe handed down from our forefathers and, and such and such. <laughs> I don't know. I think it came from some butcher in Montreal that my grandfather traded three goats for or something. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> some, something like that. And so, yeah, yeah, every year we do that. And, and do, uh, Christmas Day-ish, we usually make it, and it's mm -hmm. always amazing. And um, just that smell and, and, the, and the, 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 the sense and the process of making it mm -hmm. always reminds me of Christmas, something I look forward to every year. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Um, well, uh, for a long time, we would do St. Nicholas Day was actually a big thing in mm -hmm. our house. So that's December 6th. So basically, that was our chance to kind of give our letter to Santa. So Santa would come early on St. Nicholas Day mm -hmm. and usually bring us a book and fill our shoes with candy and an orange candy in the toe, shoes. usually. Candy shoes. And uh, take our letter and leave behind a book, usually. So that mm -hmm. was a, that's a memorable one from my family. So those regular listeners of the pod will know that Mark is expecting a baby in just a few weeks, his first baby. That is true. That so is have you true. thought at all about sort of how the holidays are going to change with a new little one? Around? Oh, well, I don't know. We've never had one before. Oh, that's true. Um, no, it's, it's obviously, I guess it's going to get more busy. It's, yeah. We've already got people trying to like get us penciled in for a year from now. Mom, I know you're out there. That's, that's you. Oh, yeah, first Christmas. <laughs> trying to pencil event. us in for like a year from now already. <laughs> Sandy, you have lots of children. <laughs> <laughs> How is holiday time for you in your house? 
they haven't really been, well, the girls haven't been old enough to really get it, but this is the first year that they will. Uh, my wife and I have a five-year-old and then three, three-year-olds. Uh, they all identical kinda, triplet They all kind of came at once, three identical <laughs> girls. <laughs> uh, thank you. So it's nice to be here. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this will be the first year where they're, they're understanding Santa. One of them is really into it. One doesn't care about Santa. One is afraid of Santa. <laughs> so you got oh, the whole really spectrum. Run the yeah, covered, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess there's these little roles that they all have to play because, yeah, they're identical. Yeah. yeah. Favorite childhood gift? Ooh. It, you know what? I, I know mine. I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again. Um, there was one year, and my dad is in the audience because I can see him, and he can fact check this for me, but there was this stuffed unicorn that I was really all about, like white fur, silver hooves, silver horn. Why, are they, why aren't they called unicorns? I don't know. Anyway, and I swear to God, I saw this stuffed animal in the front window of Radio Shack, and it can't be Radio Shack, but in my mind, it's Radio Shack. It probably wasn't right, Dad? It probably was not Radio Shack. But anyway, this no. unicorn appeared for me under the tree that Christmas, Aww. and it was very exciting. It was very exciting. That was like still a highlight, a highlight mm -hmm. for me, was getting that. I was six. Yeah. Do you want to know mine? I, I'm dying to know yours. <laughs> so when I was maybe seven, my grandfather on my dad's side gave me a side of double smoked bacon and a <laughs> clock radio because that's what I asked for. And I still use the clock radio to this day. It is on my night table. It is 20 years old, yeah. 22 years old. How old were you when you asked Like six this? or seven. Okay. Yeah. We're all about practical know, gifts you know, in our family, like nice really super thing. practical gifts. I was gifts. very excited about a it. A normal thing that six-year-olds ask for. That's a quality clock radio. Uh, well, <laughs> 20 years. That was from Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was from Radio Shack. And I bet you that double smoked bacon was delicious, too. <laughs> Can't go wrong. What was Can't yours? Um, oh, the eight years old, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, oh, that's like famous, the OG? Yeah, OG, yeah. famous family story of me just losing my mind getting this on like my eighth Christmas and just holding it over my head in some sort of victory pose. Is there VHS like, This was the greatest in thing in the history of humanity that I now have a Nintendo entertainment system. There's got to be VHS evidence of this, yes? Uh, maybe maybe, maybe Betamax. Maybe Betamax, or there's got to be some pictures around somewhere. Okay, good. So for next year, we'll find them. Yeah. How about you, Sandy? Favorite, favorite I, gift? Yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought of it until you guys were bringing it up, but I think, yeah, about six or seven, there... They had this little toy that would bake uh, little insects. Oh, like yes, we toy. had, oh, I had oh, one creepy of those. Crawlies. Creepy crawlies. Yeah. I had one of those. I mean, I I'm just thinking about it now, and I feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> and all, it is, it's, all it does is generate little crappier toys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> little gross toys. I can still remember the smell of the creepy crawlies. Burning plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Burning yeah, they, plastic. They were delicious. Mm. I had the X-Men like, expansion packs. Yeah, the little X-Men molds, too. What? Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. I got to go. I got to hit up eBay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much for joining us, Mark. Hey, yes, no problem. Thank you. We're cutting thanks you for off me. and kicking Appreciate you off the stage. It. Yes. Sandy will play you away, maybe. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> More guests? More guests. Yeah, let's just keep it going. The guests are better than us. Let's be clear about what's happening <laughs> Sorry, today. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> um, who are our next guests? We have J.P. Ho and Rusty oh, Matthews. Yes. J.P. Ho, who is fresh off his own Christmas huge show. holiday show and has agreed to be here, and uh, Rusty Matthews are going to join us. <laughs> Welcome. Oh. Hello. Welcome. We're going to play a game first. We're going to play a game. Or do you want to talk about Christmas first? Rusty, I know you're a big fan of Christmas. Yeah, yeah you're both big fans of Christmas. Indeed. What do you like okay. so much about it? The lights and the sounds and the candy. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Those are all like solid this. things to enjoy. Yeah, totally. How yeah, I think I like the, I don't know, like the memories... They're probably the most vivid ones that I have of, of my childhood. And whether that's like coming down the stairs on Christmas morning and, and your eyes are like a little bit uh, glossy and, and the lights are doing something really cool on the tree. Or uh, we've had a cabin uh, at uh, Sandy Hook since I can remember. And, and we used to go out there and cut a, a really garbage Charlie Brown Christmas tree down from someone's yard. And... Uh, uh, put it up and have a bunch of uncles dictate how the tinsel would go up, and uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Those were just like to this day they they've stuck with me and and 
I think they were the best part of my childhood. So we're going to do a, a festive quiz, as it says on the cards. Oh, a festive quiz. Oh. I found this at the store. We didn't write these questions, and I feel like some of them are very hard. <laughs> so we're gonna, I'm going to give half to Jen. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. How do you want to work this? Do you want to just yell out the answer if you know it? Okay. Are, are we a team or yeah, are we we opponents? Or are we would you rather be a team or would you rather be opponents? I think I'd rather be a team, Japes. Okay. I would too. Yeah. I like your festive spirit there. That's I feel good. like that's the less interesting option, but fine. Okay, question, question number one. What does Alvin want for Christmas in the Chipmunk song? Can we ask the audience? Yeah, ask the audience. Does anybody know? Correct. Oh. Correct. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Okay. Not doing great so far. No. It'll be you guys against the audience, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, we could do that. <laughs> what is the star sign of a person who is born on Christmas Day? These questions well, are so I'm sure hard. somebody here knows this. Cap My nephew's born on Christmas Day. Capricorn. Or maybe so there's a December... Capricorn, birthday? Capricorn. Correct. Oh. It is Capricorn. Oh, pulls it out. No idea. Yeah, audience got it, too. No so it's a tie. <laughs> okay. In which country is Santa known as Babo Natale? Known as what? Babo Natale. Somebody said it in the audience. Italy. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Italy. Oh, mamma mia. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, two people on the stage definitely should have got that. It was Zerati in Toronto, and we did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do a couple more. Um, okay, here's, a, here's some marzipan Related question for you. Marzipan <laughs> is made mainly from sugar, flour, and the meal of which nut? I know this. Of what? Hazelnut? Meal of a nut. No, a it's nut. marzipan. Almond. Almonds, yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is almonds. Whoop. <laughs> Do either of you uh, know anything about Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Sure. What present did Harry Potter receive from Dumbledore for his first Christmas at Hogwarts? <laughs> is it the... Is it the necklace thing? No, I thought no. you were going somewhere else. Oh. And I was nodding incorrectly. Is, is, it, is it the invisibility cloak? Yes. Good job. Oh, yeah. One more? Yeah, we'll do one more. Sandy's not. Sandy's on our team now. Okay. Cool. <laughs> he, is. Oh, he is on our team. Here's another hard one. It concerns the poinsettia. The poinsettia is indigenous to which country? Oh, that is a good question. Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> So you are going to play a song for us, I think, right? Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Think about that. Should we do that now? Yeah, I think I th so. I That's think a good so. Time. If only in 
was beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, it's, I think, worth noting that a bunch of these people were also involved in J.P. Ho's holiday show, which happens on which happened which happened on Friday. On happens, Friday night happens every year. Also a tradition for many people, probably many people in this room. So, so it's extra special. Yes, it's extra that special that they're here today. Because they're very tired. You should and still be asleep, it. really. I don't yeah, know. honestly, <laughs> it's unbelievable. So yeah, huge thanks to them for for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so as part of an assignment that we gave ourselves, Aaron and I decided to watch. We wanted to understand the appeal of the Hallmark Christmas movie. So we watched a buttload of them. We watched them for 12, 12 hours, hours from 8, 8 till 8, 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. without stopping. We watched, there was eight movies We total? did eight, but we fast-forwarded through one almost entirely. Yes, because it was that bad. we still knew what happened. We watched the Somehow, first Somehow, <laughs> we knew what it was happening. Yeah. Um, so we kind of devised a game out of this. We yes. made a bingo card for the paper. We wrote about this, but we've also made up a game yes. that our next guests are going to play with are gonna us. Play with us. Our next guests are Bunny. Bunny, if you don't know, is a R&B ukulele duo from town. This is Heather. This is Brittany. But what are your what are your Bunny names? I think you should share with the the crowd. Well, I'm Honey Bunny. Honey and Bunny, that's right. I'm Bee Rabbit. Honey Bunny and Bee Rabbit. <laughs> okay, so we made this game. For you. So excited. Do you guys watch Hallmark Christmas Truly, movies? when you said that you watched it from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you're like literally describing a perfect Sunday for me. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, but I, I felt physically ill at the end no, of it, no. I'm not going to lie. We're just I. different people. <laughs> <laughs> so we created a game. This game is basically, we're going to read you the title and the plot synopsis of a Hallmark movie, and you need to guess whether it's a real Hallmark movie or a Hallmark movie that Aaron and I made up based on a title we generated yeah. on the computer. I'm, I'm going to be good to the challenge. All right. Okay. Yeah. Do you, you want to yeah, read the yeah, first you one? Go first. The first one is called Injected with Christmas. Injected High powered lawyer Adriana hates the holidays and plans to spend them at an exclusive Swiss spa alone. But when she goes in for her weekly Botox injection, she gets injected with the spirit of Christmas instead. Real or fake? Fake. It's fake. fake. You're right, yeah. I wrote that. <laughs> but it should be real. It could Most be of the real. ones that we wrote should be real, let's be I, honest. I would watch all of them. Okay, the next one, the title is A Recipe for Christmas. Mm. Cake decorator Susie Beth reluctantly returns home to Connecticut for the annual gingerbread house competition where she will have to face off against star baker and former flame John Bonham. <laughs> the strength of Susie Beth's royal icing isn't the only thing that's going to be tested. I'd say real. real. I'd say that's that real. That is fake. Ha, oh! It's fake. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wrote that. You should write that. <laughs> I, I would watch John Bonham. Like, I, would I watch think we play. may have missed our calling, John. <laughs> I would watch. I know. Okay. The Mistletoe Promise. Two strangers make a pact to endure Christmas together, united in their disdain for the holiday. However, the fake couple begins to discover the true meaning of Christmas, as well as sparks of real romance. What? It's the last <laughs> sentence? <laughs> sparks? I know. However, the couple, fake couple begins to discover the true meaning of Christmas, as well as sparks of a real romance. Oh, sparks of romance. I'm going to say it's real. I want to go with that. You are correct. That is a real Hallmark film. The next one is Angel of Christmas. They all have Christmas in the title. (laughs) A newspaper staffer, (laughs) like us, uh, is assigned her first big article. (laughs) She must write about a hand-carved angel created by her own great-grandfather. As her research gets underway, she uncovers past romantic complications that parallel her current romantic triangle. I want that to be real. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna say it's fake. Okay, I'm gonna say it's real. You're in luck. It's real. It's, it's real. Both. It's a real <laughs> thing that exists. And I it's think both. it's on today. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, God, you're gonna make me. Okay. <laughs> you want me to do this one? <laughs> I'll try to get there. Okay. Um, this one is called Christmas is What I Got. <laughs> Chad's sublime cover band is accidentally booked <laughs> yes. for the town's Christmas carnival. He's got to find a reason, a reason things went wrong. He's got to find a reason to play these Christmas songs. (laughs) 
That's it's, real. It's just what I hoped it would be. Once you said the title, I was like, please be a sublime cover band. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with not real. Fake. Yes, that is general. Oh, from one. my brain. Good. All right. We've got a couple more. This one's called Christmas via email. Clothing designer Lana receives an email from the assistant of a new high-profile client who is hoping to get a festive and glamorous gown designed for an annual holiday ball that is just one week away. As Lana dives into her design, her constant email communication with the assistant starts to take a romantic turn. Mm, mm, um, I want to say real. Okay, I'm going to go with not real. Not real is correct. <gasps> I yes. wrote that. Yeah, that's Aaron's. That's I think big. I've gotten one wrong so far. <laughs> I'm pretty proud. My two favorite ones are at the end. We're almost yes, there. Yes, we're almost there. This one's called A Boyfriend for Christmas. <laughs> My dream. You have to read them in that voice. It's just what you do. Holly Grant is a child advocate who learned a long time ago not to rely on Santa Claus to leave Mr. Wright in her Christmas stocking. She made a wish 20 years before, but it never came true. However, hardworking Holly is in for, the surprise, in for a surprise when a handsome man arrives on her doorstep with a twinkle in his eye and a yuletide tree in tow. <laughs> that doesn't... I feel like that's real, but it shouldn't be. I, I agree, yeah. I yeah. think it's probably... It is real. Yeah. <laughs> it is real. Uh, this one is one of my favorites. It's called Shake Hands with Christmas. Two rival department stores try to outdo each other with their holiday ad campaigns. <laughs> As tensions escalate, the two headstrong CEOs, Luke and Rose, find common ground. Ooh. I'm going to go with real... Real. I know they're fake because I wrote fake. it. Oh my oh, god! Wow. <laughs> There's so definitely a real movie that's about two competing Christmas store oh, owners. Oh, I'm sure that you there need is. to send these to Hallmark. <laughs> I, I agree. This could be our Honestly. million dollar. I agree. Idea, especially the yeah. last one. Oh man, the last one's good. This is good. Although, Tears of Christmas is the title. Penny, a funeral director, is ready for a change of pace as the holiday season nears. But when the ghost of a recent client appears to her and shows her what the future would look like if she left the business, Penny's decision between moving on or embracing the tears of Christmas becomes more unclear. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to say it's fake. Fake, yeah. Yeah, that one's fake. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one of Aaron's. That's one of That's mine. unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. And that's the end of the game. That's the end of the game. Oh. I have to give a shout out to my husband, Nick who uh, gave me the idea of making a sublime cover band, and then I just <laughs> ran with the lyrics, but that was really all his. Stroke of genius. Um, speaking of lyrics, you're going to play a song for us, too. Oh, yes, we are. One of my favorite bunny songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, about, it's about everyone's favorite app. Every morning when I wake up, I pick my phone up and I check my app. Don't even listen to my voicemail or read my email. I don't care about that. Can't even change my PJs. It's not a good day till I fill that gap. Gotta scroll through my photos. Yeah, I gotta know who to double tap. Take your finger and make a double tap. Wanna see my phone light up? It's my favorite app. So like me with your white heart. It's not so much to ask. Give me that double tap Don't be afraid, just tap and tap So this isn't really a Christmas song, but it has taken over every holiday. To 20 pictures of my breakfast, it left me breathless And I'm not ashamed, no I never feel guilty Do you feel me? I got Insta game On the bus people might stare, but I don't care They don't know my name Gotta get that good like, get the good likes Get that Insta fame Take your finger and make a double tap Wanna see my phone light up, it's my favorite app so like me with your white heart, it's not so much to ask. Give me that double tap. Don't be afraid, just tap and tap. Double tap, 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 double tap. Double tap, double tap, double tap. Happy 
hashtag Woman Crush Wednesday, that's the time when I choose a cool lady to put online. Throwback Thursday, that's the day when I get to put my memories on display. Follow Back Friday is pretty cool, it's the freaking weekend, which of your friends rule? Selfie Saturday, that's my jam when I raise one arm for Instagram. Sunday fun day, I go out and I find a cool adventure to post about. Man Crush Monday, don't give me no tude. I want to see a post about your favorite dude. And Tuesday, hmm. Take your finger and make a double tap. Want to see my phone light up? It's my favorite app. So like me with your white heart, it's not so much to ask. Give me that double tap. Don't be afraid. Just tap and tap. Take your finger and make a double tap. Wanna see my phone light up? It's my favorite app. So like me with your white heart. It's not so much to ask. Give me that double tap. Don't be afraid. Just tap and tap. Thank you. Thank you so much. So great. Thanks for playing a game, playing a song, and generally indulging us. We're like breaking out all the classic Bury the Lead games. If you listen to the podcast, you know that we're a big fan of games. Oh, yes. And the this next one is one of our favorites. This one is our favorite. Because we get to eat stuff. Because we get to eat stuff. It's called Good or Gross. Nancy, <laughs> you know what's up. Fan fave. Um, where we try stuff and let you know whether it's good or gross. Usually it's like a trending item or like yep. a, a new drink at Starbucks or... It's often a new drink a strange at thing that we find at the grocery store. Exactly. So we're going to inflict this game on, on our next guest. And next. Sandy, if you want. If you want. If you want to. I'm game. Maybe um, wait to see what it is before you decide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, but... I, I, um. I played it before the show, actually, because uh, JP bought us all uh, chicken from 7-Eleven. <laughs> 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 Way ahead of you. Yeah, and, and verdict, good or gross? Yeah. Was it good or gross? Or, I'm hearing a lot of goods from back here. It was good. It was good. <laughs> oh, help me, it was good. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Um, mise-en-scene. Mise-en-scene Please welcome mise-en-scene. Hello. We have Steph, we have Jody. They are two parts of mise-en-scene. They're going to play a song as well. They have a brand new Christmas song. If they haven't gotten food poisoning from what I have. Exactly. <laughs> a brand new Christmas song that you've been playing since September, you were saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we had to start writing the song Labor Day weekend, September. So you're, like, you're on the Hallmark schedule then? Yeah. yeah. Not <laughs> in the holly jolly spirit then, let me tell you. I had to watch a lot of Netflix Christmas show episodes and Hallmark movies on Netflix. That's the only way I had to Christmas prison, get man. into the vibe. Get into the vibe. Okay, we're going to give you, get you into the vibe as well with this food item that I think you have. Yeah, I, do you want me to open it? Yes, please. So uh, fruitcake is a popular Christmas item. And so we have some fruitcake for you, but it's not just any fruitcake. It's Dollarama fruitcake. Oh. Yeah, it's fruitcake from Dollarama. It, uh, it has grapes and cherries in it, and with, made with fresh eggs, as it says there. <laughs> At least they're not old. Uh, it's pre-sliced, and it costs $2.50. We always like to give a price point for our fans. Exactly. So I'm going to open this bad boy up and see what it... Whoa. <laughs> that is dense. All right. It's like a loaf. It it's is a loaf. It's pre-sliced, though, so that's it is convenient pre-sliced. for us. That is very I'm going to try to open this away from the mic so it's not like... <laughs> oh, my God. I wish... I can't even smell anything, which makes me If it makes worried. everyone feel better, we also have to try the, yeah. the, the item. Oh, boy. We're going to get some to the audience. <laughs> it just smells like around. stale sugar. Well, take your piece here. Okay. There you go. Oh, boy. The end that's piece. Sorry. Yeah, it's kind take of smells like alcohol, which makes me a little concerned. Pass it down. Like fermented, perhaps? Smells like raisins. No, that is not what raisins smell like, Jen. Like that boozy. I don't raisins. know what kind of raisins you're eating, but what's that smell? <laughs> it's like a sour. It's, it's not as upsetting as I thought it. Are we all was trying it at be. the same time? We are. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Should I pass this around? Still yeah, please do. Audience? Anybody? Good or gross? Anyone from the audience? I'm going to leave it over here. Gross? It just tastes like cakey chemicals. It's better than I thought. I can tell they used fresh eggs. Oh, yeah, you can really <laughs> test, taste the egg. Yeah. Not fresh anything else, though. No. 
It's the picture <laughs> of the green grapes on the box that kind of concerned me a little bit. It's okay. Well, I, you know, I, you're, you're already half done yeah. yours. So. It's a good for I'm me. Good I like it. Yeah, I'm probably not going <laughs> to anymore. <laughs> it is a good. I'm, I'm voting good. I'm like, the, it's not as bad as I expected. I don't know if it's all the way to good, but it's a little higher than gross. I feel you like know. I've been spending too much money on fruitcake now. This is, <laughs> this is just, fine. It's a steal. Yeah. Between this and the J.P. Ho 7-Eleven chicken, I might go with this. Oh. 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 Whoa. <laughs> oh. I, I don't like it. I think it's really gross. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. I, th I think it's gross. I think that's where the... the here. Well, you we appreciate we your... Uh, oh, you got to finish. I'll be your mom, and you can hand it back to me. No. Sandy's going to eat them all. Mom, can you yeah, take it? I don't want it. <laughs> So do you guys, you guys want to hop up there and yeah. play your jam? You guys having fun? Woo! Oh, it's so great. You guys are here for such a great cause. Thanks for being here. Okay, so we want to write a fun, upbeat, corny Christmas song. So maybe you guys want to get involved with us, too. Can you guys say, Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> yes, one more time. Christmas. Okay, we're gonna sing that three times in the chorus. You'll know when it's coming, because it's a corny Christmas song. <laughs> I've got Colin McTavish here from the treble here. He's gonna play some keyboards with us. Oh, hey, Colin. And we've got Jody on the tambo and the sleigh bell. Very important when you're recording a Christmas song. <laughs> There's no snow in Tinseltown this Christmas. But there's always mistletoe kisses. Oh, forget what it's all about. Oh, forget love is all around in Tinseltown. i 
Dean, everybody, give him a big hand. Thank you so much for performing. I love that song. Also, does anyone have a really weird aftertaste in their mouth from that I have an extremely cake? weird. I was choking on fruit cake that whole time. <laughs> Still in my mouth. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I would not recommend. I revise my position on good or gross. <laughs> I think I'm leaning more towards gross. Um, I didn't ask you. We always start off buried lead with how was your week, and we did not do how was your week. Yeah. How was your a, week? I have a story. <laughs> wow. Okay, lay it on me. <laughs> well, we had our we had our annual free uh, free press Christmas party last night. My editors jokingly were like, "You should talk about this on the pod." So jokes on you. I am going to talk about it. It's happening right so now. So we went bowling, and as you know, I do love a good bowl. You do. I was sick. I had to miss this Christmas party yeah. so that I could be here right now. But. And for whatever reason, it was just like, strike, strike, strike. That I always bowled. happens with you, though. That no. happened last year. No, I have never. I bowled a 262. That is a, that's really high, Thank right? Thank you. I don't know about bowling. Thank you. That's good, Christmas right? That's miracle. high. Yeah. That applause, I believe, is warranted. I agree. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that story with everybody. That is I'm impressive. Pretty pr And I won Best Bowler. It's the only sports award I'm ever going to win. Best Bowler? <laughs> And Paul, our editor, Paul, told me I'm now part of the sports department as of Monday. Well, <laughs> covering the bowling. <laughs> the bowling beat. <laughs> the <Yeah>. bowling. <laughs> Olympics, um, here I come. We're going to play a game. Oh, I'm dreading this. <laughs> me and you. Yeah, just uh, us. This is another Buried the Lead classic. Can we call them classics yet? I don't know. What episode number is this? Like We're in 80, the 80s. 80-something? This is probably 82 or 83. This one is called Pop Culture Blind Spot. And, yeah, it's a good one. Thank you. Um, and basically, one oh, of us so has to describe something we've never seen, relying on just being in the world. So basically, what you know about this. And they're all like big pop culture moments. Like yeah. Jen did a Harry Potter one. I did Because I've never seen it. I've never seen Mad Men, so I did that one. Yeah. We're going to do a Christmas-themed one. Oh, I'm so nervous. And like, if you've ever interacted with a guy before, you know that the best Christmas movie of all time is Die Hard. I have never seen Die Hard ever Die Hard. in my life. I don't even know what it's. Aaron's like. never seen it. All I know is that Bruce Willis is in it. That's literally the only thing I know about it. Okay, so to begin, yes, is that literally? It is Bruce Willis, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I've got to focus. I've yeah, got to lean relax. into this. It's Bruce Willis. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, is that the only thing you know? Do you know anything else? I know else? that there is Bruce Willis. I know Alan Rickman is in it, because I love Alan Rickman. I know you love Alan Rickman. Yeah. That's why I was honestly shocked that you've never seen this And movie. I know that there's an explosion, because that's on the cover of the VHS box sure. that I see floating around, Sure. you know, the do you garage know sales. Do you know the catchphrase that we can't say at this family-friendly event? I do, and I only know it because someone said it last night. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, mother mm-mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's everything you know. But I have no idea what context that is in, or if it's yelling at somebody or to somebody. Okay. Or at nothing. All right, Aaron. <laughs> Tell me the plot of Die Hard. But I need, I need, I need some. You need, you need a. I need a little something. Okay. To, I literally don't even know. What okay. It, yeah. okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. It's Christmas Eve. Okay. NYPD detective John McClane, Bruce Willis. Okay. Arrives in Los Angeles, intending to reconcile with his estranged wife. Uh huh. They're at a Christmas party, uh -huh. and uh, the Christmas party is taken over by terrorists. Oh, that's an unexpected turn <laughs> for me <laughs> only. All right, Aaron, what happens in Die Hard? Okay, so wait, sorry, just refresh. It's his current wife, or it was an ex-wife? Estranged. Estranged wife. Keep up. Sorry. sorry. I'm so trying to think of so many things. Okay, so they go to the, it's Christmas Eve, they go to this party. Mm -hmm. Why are they both at the party if they're estranged? Because he's going, and not only is he just going to her Christmas party, he's like gotten on a plane Do to they Los ever, Angeles okay. to surprise her so that they can reconcile. Oh, okay, so yeah. reconciliation is the end goal there. It's the name of the game. All right, so they go to the party, they're having a good time, having a little bubbly, he spots her from across the room. What's the name of the corporation they work for, do you think? Just Die Hard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know. It's a German toy company. Get it? <laughs> okay. Okay, so they're at the party. I'm setting a scene here. She's across the room. He's like, I need to go talk to her. I need to make amends. I'm going to bring her a festive beverage. So he goes over, and as soon as they are about, he's about to do the shoulder tap, the terrorists come in. <laughs> Who is, do you know the name of the lead terrorist? Alan Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Rickman, lead terrorist. Okay. Do you is know what his correct? name is? Yes. Uh, I don't know, Peter. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep going. Okay, so the terrorists are at the party and everyone's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? 
we got to get out of here. So that's when the explosion happens. Someone happens to have something on their person that can be thrown into a window to cause it to explode, and then they jump out. <laughs> and then what happens? Uh, okay, but then, so then I guess Bruce Willis is going to try to stop the terrorists in some way. Okay, so then he's going to go back to the party to be like, no, no, I'm going to sort this out. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need like a one plot point in the middle here to like guide me along to the next part. Okay. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Well, what happens after the party's over? Okay, so it's, remember, there's a team of terrorists. A team. So they're not all at the party. There could have just been one at the party and others at other Christmas parties all over the city <laughs> trying to ruin Christmas. Is that what you think happens? Yes. Okay. That is what I think happens. Okay. So there will be simultaneous explosions in different Christmas parties all over the city. What city is this set in, by the way? Los Angeles? Yeah? Yeah. That's a, that was a total guess. Well, and I've said it like five times. Did you say it? <laughs> I'm so focused on trying to figure out. <laughs> okay. But, but sure, you're a genius. Okay. Now. <laughs> so rude. Okay. Usually um, you're mean to me. It's how a to like reversal. Conclude this. Yes. Well, so, how, okay. Let's, let's say okay. that all the other terrorists have been defeated. And there's just Alan Rickman left. Right. Oh, do they have like a supervillain versus superhero battle on like, on like a moving subway train, like speed? Is that what you think happens? Yeah, that's what I think happens. Okay. And then Bruce Willis kills him, and then he climbs out of the subway because the train is going, you know, they shut the whole thing down, and he's like climbing out of the hole. And then he uh, reconnects with his wife, and she's like, oh my God, you're a hero. I want to marry you again. Freeze frame kiss. Do you end. think that the wife punches anybody in the face at the end? I of feel her? like that's a leading question. Does she punch Bruce Willis in the face? Sadly, no. I would enjoy that. <laughs> All right, tell me what happens. Okay, so some of that was right. Oh, the, okay. the part that I gave you was correct. <laughs> <laughs> so it's an Akatomi Corporation, is where Holly works. And so he goes, and Hans Gruber is. The villain. Oh, okay, I've heard so that. So now before. the I choir joke at JP Ho's holiday show makes sense. Makes to a you lot know. more sense. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So he's driven to the party uh -huh. by a character named Argyle, who's the airport limousine driver. That's a suspicious name. Um, this is all from Wikipedia, by the way, <laughs> with some ad libbing thrown in. Um, while McLean changes clothes, that's important. Um, oh. The party is crashed by German terrorist Hans Gruber, and he has a team. And I'm going to read you. All the names of his team. I'm ready. I was going to make you guess what they all were. I mean, I can try if you want. Well, I mean, if you Franz want to. Franz Gruber, uh, <laughs> Cloud Gruber. Are they all brothers? Yeah. Okay. They're a team of Tara's brothers. <laughs> okay. And sisters. Okay. Celine Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's all I got. Um, okay. I don't think they're related, but oh, their names that's are a shame. Carl, Tony, Franco, Theo, Alexander, Marco, Christoph, Eddie, Uli, Heinrich, Fritz, and James. Some of those sound like they're from The Sopranos. They sound like reindeer. They do. Gruber's terrible reindeer. So anyway, he basically, we'll wrap this up because it's long. Basically, lots of action, explosions. He picks off all the terrorists. But and does then, he reunite with his wife? That's what I want to know. Well, here's how. So McLean shoots Gruber and kills Eddie with a single shot to the forehead. Of course. Gruber crashes through a window, but he grabs onto Holly's wrist. I was right about someone jumping out of a window. Hmm. Grabs onto the wrist. So what does he do? unhooks her watch so that he plummets uh, to his death. Yeah, I would never, ever have And then the person she punches in the face at the end is the intrusive news reporter. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was Argyle all along. No. Oh. No. Well, die, die hard. Good job. Thanks. Let's give her a hand. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest. We have a Free Press exclusive. A Free Press exclusive. We like those at the Free Press. We do. It's an exclusive with Santa Claus. So Santa. Can, we, can we give a hand for Santa? Yeah, Santa. Santa's going to join us. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> it's Santa. You can just take a seat next to Jen there. Where's he going? <laughs> you can just have a, you can have a seat next to Jen there. Come sit down, Santa. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Sandy! Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, my Aww. God. Oh, Santa's so nice. How big you are. Good to see you. Santa remembers when you were just a little piano player. <laughs> we have history. Hello, boys and girls. Well, welcome, Santa. Thanks Hello, grown-ups. Thanks for making time. This is my... Hello, Santa. Hello, 
Oh, there, Santa, thank you for that round of indifference. <laughs> I was, Santa's very excited. He wants to know what a podcast is. Well, you're on one. It's like a okay. radio show without the radio, basically, is the best way to describe it. Are you allowed to have candy canes? Of course. Okay. Oh, sweet. We get candy. Yeah. Well, Would thanks you, for joining us. It's only like nine candy days until oh, Christmas. Thank you. Can you, thank can you. give that to Aaron? Sweet. So I assume that we're both on the good list? The, the nice, nice list? list? The good list. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> the got nice Everybody list? here is on the good list. So that's my first question, Yeah, Santa check. Santa check. <laughs> The you heard list. me on the roof. That's my first question, though, is, you know, if someone does find themselves on the naughty list, they have nine days to kind of... Is, is it possible to turn it around in nine days? Is there any recourse when someone has been put on the naughty list? Yeah, you know, like, Santa can make changes right up until the last second. So Santa's totally online with this. So, you know, we do, like, you know, we check all the review sites and stuff. And, you know, <laughs> okay. a lot of kids pull out. A lot of kids, like, really good, right at Christmas. A lot of, like, Yelp reviews of kids? Yeah, that's okay. pretty much it. Instead of Yelp, it's Elf. Yelp, Elf. I like Yelp. Elf reviews. Like <laughs> so, Santa just made that one up. Sorry. Um, how are uh, how are San our, uh, preparations going for you, Santa? How are preparations going? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of like have you ever gone to like a kindergarten Christmas pageant or a soccer riot? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that, except there's more sugar. Elves literally bouncing off the walls. <laughs> That's the what they do. Mm. Um, they say that behind every great man is a great woman. So how is Mrs. Claus? How's Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Yeah. Claus. Uh, you know, Mrs. Claus is in total control. So it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know about your houses, but yeah. No, Mrs. Mrs. Claus pretty much tells Mr. Claus uh, how he should dress. She's got a thing for red velvet. <laughs> go, go figure. But some people, it's very smooth. Here. Don't be afraid. Oh, it is. Here, it uh, is quite Santa smooth. will give you half an hour to stop doing that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, are milk and cookies really your favorite snack? So how many cookies? No, our milk and cookies. Milk and cookies. Really we're, your favorite snack. We're getting really into enjoy? the hard-hitting stuff now. Uh, well, you know, milk and cookies are great for Santa, if, uh, you know, the cookies especially, uh, if you don't count uh, type 2 diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But Santa works out. Santa's got one of those, like, elliptical things that you get on, like, uh -huh. has, has the Stairmaster and the arms and stuff like that. You can probably tell. Have you noticed Santa's been, like, pretty buff this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I sense it, so... That's because Santa cares. Santa wants to be around for like another 2,000 years or so. That's good. I'm glad well, you're taking care you know, of yourself. Around. Exactly. Probably longer than the planet. <laughs> that is true. Well, that, wah, wah. that is a good, uh, that's a good, that's a good question. That's a good topic to delve into, I think. As a, as a resident of the North Pole, what are your thoughts on climate change? Uh, climate change, well, you know, like for a while, Santa thought like that nice president of the United States was saying like, there is no climate change. So I thought, ooh, that's great. And then Santa was flying over Greenland on the way here. And like, there's not a lot of Greenland left. It's like melting like you would not believe. So it's only a matter of time before the ocean is like right at Santa's doorstep. And cruise ships will be coming up and stopping like right outside Santa's door. So you know what? Like with that, like the elves are not going to get anything done. Like they talk about easily distracted. Would I mean, you ever like, think of like relocating your workshop? Uh, like, like to China or something like that. I yeah. mean, everyone else has. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna tough it out in the North Pole. All I right. mean, that's, uh, you know, we like to fly under the radar there, and, <laughs> you know, and we can make as much noise as we want. No, you know, we're quiet when like a commercial jet comes over, but other than that, it's like party time. Um, I hope you don't think that you're only getting softball questions because you're Santa Claus. That's not how we're we're gonna play this. So there, I have a hard-hitting one to ask you. We've heard from tipsters that the elves are thinking of striking. Do you care to comment on that? That they're, they're what? They're, they're thinking of striking. Uh, well, there, there's been uh, some talk of unionizing the toy shop. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I think there's, there's uh, which elf is that? Is that you buffo out there? Okay, you know, okay, no, so. Santa's fine with that. Uh, you know, it's not like they do a great deal of work to begin with. It's like, did you ever Ooh. see The Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Yes, yes. Okay, well, th thank you for that. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's the same deal. Like, you're an elf, you sort of you get up at 11, uh, you get to work around noon, you take an hour for lunch, you knock off at 1. <laughs> it's pretty good. How many, you know, how, many, how many elves do you think it takes like, to change a light bulb? Take a stab. Tell me, Santa. I don't know, you have to Seriously. tell us. No, this is true. It takes 10. You get like one elf to turn the light bulb, and then you have like nine of them stacked on top of each other. 
so that you can, you can get up there. I can explain that for you because elves are short. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you gotta like put the elves. Well, we'll on top. We'll, we'll have to call the elves to well, confirm. This crowd that's, has that's low. True. They have low elf esteem, I think. Oh. Wah, Sorry. Wah. <laughs> sadly, sadly, Santa has a million of these, Sandy. <laughs> no, literally, I've got them all in the bag right there. <laughs> One more question for Santa. Yeah. I'll let you ask it. Um. No, you do it. Okay. <laughs> this okay, is another this kind of. This can't be good. No, it's, it's just kind you of. You know, another... Santa knows where both of you live, just so. Do so you? Got that out of the do open. you? Do because you? that's kind of where yeah, my question I, uh, was going. Santa sees you when you're sleeping. That's concerning. Absolutely. <laughs> nope, you. nothing creepy about that. So. <laughs> you, well, there's Santa's no privacy concerns at all? Sorry? There's no complaints about privacy concerns? Uh, well, you know, does Santa care? Uh, <laughs> you know? That's a hard no. Look, if I can fly to every single house in the entire world within a 24-hour period carrying enough elf-made toys for, like, every boy and the girl, Santa can pretty much do anything. So he's almost, he's almost all-powerful, so. Okay, almost, Fear almost, that, ooh, almost. Santa's, Santa has his eye on you. Hello! Oh, look, look. How cute. I know. She's very cute. Hello. So before Santa That's leaves, my niece you're pointing at. Christmas. You wave at Santa. That's okay. Everyone should wave at Santa. Okay. Oh, come there on. Everyone, is. wave at Santa. Everyone's yeah. waving at Santa. That's yes. nice. You want to get rid of Santa, don't you? I mean, just kidding. Just... No, thank you, Santa. Thank, thank you, you very much. Okay. Mary, Santa. Can Santa give out candy canes? I'm sure Santa can give out Or is that candy. considered disruptive? For, no, no. Like he'll get thrown out of the West End Cultural Center. Okay. All right. I'm going to kick Santa. Thank you, Santa. Thank you, Santa. All right. I didn't get a candy cane. I, oh, no, I don't know no. if anyone noticed. You did get a ginormous hug, though. I want my own. <laughs> he doesn't want a hug. He wants a candy cane. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can have mine. Um, we're going to keep, keep, things, keep things rolling along. We yeah. have a super fun. I'm so excited right I'm now. very excited for this. Super fun performance just for you. My favorite and funniest sketch comedy group in Winnipeg. Hunks, everybody. And a happy new year! Hey, <laughs> so we were late. We had uh, Stephanie's work party. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, nice to meet you nice finally. To meet you. Yeah. So finally meet you. Oh my goodness, I can't believe you're already into the Christmas carols. Uh, my family doesn't get into that until what? Our second bottle of rum. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been drinking all day, so. <laughs> so you think oh, you know Christmas carols? I guess. Okay, well, try and keep up. Here's one. And one, and two. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Quinn! Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Tim! Jingle bells, jingle bells. My toes went away. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, yeah. That's really. Is that like a like a version, like a Batman smells sort of thing? I, don't know, I guess it's just how I've always sung it. Huh. I like her. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do another one. How about, uh, how about this one? Now? I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath my missing toes last night. <laughs> Isn't it mistletoe? What'd I say? Missing toes. <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful. And inside is also frightful. And since you cut off my toes, where's my toes, where's my toes, where's my toes? Are you saying toes? Yeah, I'm definitely hearing toes. <laughs> you better not shout. You better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming! For toes! She's definitely saying toes. Why do you keep saying toes? <laughs> I got one. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing. 
embedding its toes. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. She cares about toes. I just want them for my own. Where are your toes? More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Toes! Did something happen to your toes? It's beginning to look like I lost my toes. Yeah, it is! Where did they go? Did somebody take your toes? Flashing off my toes. It was not a good day. Somebody took your toes? Carl the Toe Man was a fearsome Slavic man. Some guy named Carl cut off your toes. And last Christmas, Carl cut off my toes. It's just last year! But the very next day, he gave them to who? Rudolph, the other toe guy, has a big old stash of toes. Black market toes. And if you ever saw him, he'd kill everyone you know. Are you in danger? Are we in danger? Do you know what I know? Yeah, we're picking up on it. Your toes, your toes. I'm going to take your toes and give them to Rudolph and Carl. To pay back the debt that I owe. Guys, I think she's gonna take our toes. Give me all your freaking toes! Yeah, I knew it! Man, we had so much time to escape! We'll follow up with this escalating toast situation as it develops. If you're just joining us, welcome to the CBC Evening News. I'm Ron Rabelstein. Our top story, U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security John Kelly was at the United Nations today to make his country's case for intervention in North Korea. We turn now to foreign affairs correspondent Ron Swan in New York. Ron? Thanks, Ron. Ron, some interesting developments out of New York as Secretary Kelly was set to present a DVD-ROM full of evidence to bolster his case for intervention into North Korea. Unfortunately, he brought along the wrong disc. Now. Watching a presentation of this magazine. Sorry to interrupt you, Ron. I'm sorry, but did you say that John Kelly brought the wrong DVD ROM? That's right, Ron. He brought the wrong ROM along. <laughs> he brought the wrong ROM, Ron? Right, Ron. Wrong ROM. Well, if he brought the wrong ROM, what happened to the right ROM, Ron? Right ROM's long gone, Ron. Long gone. Long gone. Well, how long's the right ROM been long gone, Ron? Right ROM's been long gone since dawn, Ron. Since dawn? Well, where's it gone, Ron? No one knows. They checked the lawn, they checked the john, they checked with Guam, but no one's seen the right rom rom. It is long, long gone. Okay, so if the right rom's long, so the right rom's long gone, has been since dawn, could be as far as Guam. What was on the wrong rom he brought along, Ron? Tron was on the wrong rom rom. The movie Tron was on the wrong rom rom. Tron was on the rom he brought along, Ron. Well, how was Tron, Ron? Bit of a yawn, Ron. I prefer a rom com. You're just joining us. Tron was on the wrong ROM. John Kelly brought along. The right ROM's been long gone since dawn. Ron, any news as to how any of this could have gone on? Well, Ron, police are now calling this a case of sabotage, and they've apparently already made an arrest. And who have they got, Ron? Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Hollywood actor Vince Vaughn is responsible for the ROM, Ron? That's right, Ron. I'm here with... Sean! Sean saw Vaughn palm the ROM and swap it with Tron. Right, Sean? Right on. Thanks, John. It's Sean. It's Sean. Hi, Mom! Come on, Sean. Ron? If you're just joining us from the CBC main network, we interrupt our special Ramadan Little Moskathon to bring you the latest goings on. At the UN, Vince Vaughn has gone and palmed a Ron. John Kelly brought along and swapped it with Tron. For more, here's Ron Swan. Ron? Ron, Vaughn now claims he was conned into palming the Ron. It's a likely song, Ron. A likely song, Ron, but Vaughn's alibi is strong. Okay, so if Vaughn's a pawn, who was putting him on, Ron? Well, hold on to your long johns, Ron. The con who strung along Vaughn to palm the ROM was none other than Olympic figure skater Michelle Kwan. <laughs> Michelle Kwan. Come on, Ron. Kwan? That's right, Ron. Kwan's a con. You're just joining us. Vaughn upon Kwan a con in the case of the right ROM gone wrong. This according to our very own Ron Swan. For more, we check in with CIA spokesperson Chris Swiss. Miss Swiss, how did Kwan con Vaughn? She seduced him on a secret romantic rendezvous. You mean a tryst, Miss Swiss? A tryst. Give us the gist of this tryst, Miss Swiss. They mostly 
they kissed in the mist, then she convinced Vince to switch the discs. They kissed in the mist? When was this? Christmas. Sounds like bliss. Now, a kiss in the mist convinced Vince to switch the discs? She also got him a gift from Yisk. Yisk. Yisk was on his wish list. I see. Did she twist his wrist to go on this trist, Miss Swiss? No, that's why he's pissed. Miss Swiss, you're dismissed. If you're just joining us, a bit of a twist as a Christmas tryst and a gift from Yisk convinced Vince to switch the discs. We check in now with Ron Swan. Ron, what's going on? Ron, I've just received some harrowing news. It seems they've located Quan in the most unlikely of places. Hong Kong, Ron. Hong Kong! Ron, how'd they catch on that Quan had gone on to Hong Kong? CIA recon, Ron. They called it Operation Wonton. Wonton because it's Hong Kong? Hong Kong, right, Ron. Well, that's just wrong. Ron, did it ever dawn on Quan that Conning Bond to cop the Ron might spawn recon like Wonton that would track her to Hong Kong? No. Well, there you have it. It appears Vaughn was a pawn put on by Quan in the case of the right Rom gone wrong. We'll follow this all night long. Tune in after Cheech and Chong. For Ron Swan, I'm Ron Rappelstein telling you to keep on keeping on. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. So I can't believe it. We've, we've, we've reached the end of the show. We're here. We made it. We did it. We did it. Um, thank you so much to all of you out there for being here today, for supporting Miracle on Mountain, which of course is the Free Press's fundraising campaign for Christmas Cheer Board. By being here, you are helping the Cheer Board, you are helping us raise funds for the Cheer Board, and uh, we couldn't do this without you, so thank you so much. Give yourselves a round of applause. And obviously a huge thank you to all of the performers that uh, joined us today. Everyone donated their time to be here. It's a very busy season, so we wanna give another huge round of applause for everyone who uh, was a guest today. And an extra special thank you to Sandy, who's been our piano man for this whole show. He also did all the music for Bury the Lead. So if he did our theme song. Yeah, he did our theme song. So um, <laughs> we're going to leave, we're going to leave the last word to you. And uh, he's going to perform a song. That's been our show. Thank you so much for being here once again. And uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. on its sleeve and everything on the table we were there under that breeze acting immune stable paper crowns and cranes made from napkins people talking about themselves
Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much.